Let's imagine Tom Cruise as Lone Star. And her head flies off. I now pronounce you frog and pig. What even is this movie? Well, you got the peen. What's up, movie nerds? It's Rick Swift and Madison Swift of The Film Grouch Show. That's right, The Film Grouch Show. Yay! If this is your first time joining us, uh, welcome aboard. If Hello! You're, if you're new, uh, if you're not new, if you're, uh, you know... Old. Uh, old, then uh, <laughs> thanks for sticking around, I guess. Hello! Hi. So, uh, just a real quick uh, breakdown of what we do here on the show. We have a couple little games that we like to play to keep it exciting. Um, what One of the things that we I will pick a movie, and then my wife will pick a movie, and we can only pick a movie based on the last uh, you know, cast or either writers or directors uh, from the previous film. So it gets a little bit challenging, and I think this week, uh, or this, this show, you'll, you'll see it's going to get interesting. I'm scared. You should be. Ah. <laughs> uh, we also do, uh, on this day in history, because I'm a big history nerd, history major here, Flagler College, thanks. Um, so I like to take the release date of the movie and find some interesting facts about that day throughout history that might tie into the movie in some way. And we also do a fun little game, uh, the word of the show, a secret word of the show, which is, you know, a ripoff of... Uh, it's a secret word. You know, they do it on Watch What Happens Live. It's nothing that exciting, but it's just a little thing we like to do where we try to interject it into the show, and whoever does it the most gets the most points and wins. It is actually a she pick. Uh, my wife, Madison, it is her show. Called The Kid, and I do not like westerns. Um, but one of the actors in that movie was... Vincent D'Onofrio. I had to think of his name for a second. Yes. Okay, so I looked at IMDb, and I looked at all the movies he was in, and then I saw The Breakup. And I thought, you know, I haven't watched The Breakup since I bought it on DVD, sight unseen, because the previews made it out to be like, it's this funny movie, you'll love it. So I would never saw it in theaters, but I bought it at Target, and I watched it. And I was like, this movie is not funny at all. And I haven't watched it since. Uh, you uh, you did pick the breakup. And uh, much to my chagrin, I was not exactly thrilled about that at all. Um, I do own it because it was one of those things where I love Vince Vaughn. I love Jennifer Aniston. I saw the trailer. It looked like it was going to be funny. Um, Peter Billingsley was in it. And I love Peter Billingsley. from He's Ralphie from Christmas Story, um, which is my favorite Christmas movie. So... I was like, this has got to be gold, right? This is comedy gold. Right. It had a lot of really great actors and actresses in it. It just, it wasn't what the trailers sold it as. It was not all that funny. Yeah. Speaking of the trailer, we're going to go ahead right now and watch the trailer. And we're going to, um, yeah, let's just watch the trailer real quick and we'll come right back. Gary? Yeah. You got you got three lemons. Yeah, well, what my baby wants, my baby gets. No, but I, I wanted twelve. Baby wanted twelve. Why? Why do you want twelve? Because I'm making a twelve lemon centerpiece. So no one's even gonna eat the lemons. You're, you're you're suggesting to me that these are just show lemons? 
After two years together, Gary and Brooke have reached a critical point in their relationship. Fine, I'll help you do the dishes. Now that's not what I want. You just said that you want me to help you do the dishes. I want you to want to do the dishes. Why would I want to do dishes? <laughs> I'm done. What? What happened? We just broke up. You could stay with me. You think I'm gonna move out of the place and let her keep it? I don't know. I'm not Columbo. The only logical thing that I can think of is for her to move out of the condo and then to pay me some sort of a penalty. What, 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 excuse me? The battle is on. Don't even get me started, by the way, on your sister. My sister's been through a lot. She slept with the entire Arizona Cardinals offensive line. She was on vacation! The gloves are off. What about your brother? Richard is not gay. Move yourself. You always live your life. Never thinking of the future. The lines have been drawn. Out of my house now! Ah! I think you're just a little embarrassed that Richard gets your ass. Is that how you want to play it? Because I'll play it like Lionel Richie all night long, lady. And their true feelings are coming out. One thing is for sure is you hurt. I'm her. excited. I look at it like I'm on mancation. <laughs> I need to get somebody really hot. Hi, Mike. I'm going to make Gary jealous. I'm going to be just a few more seconds, so just sit down. And leave it on the field! Do you mind if we finish the game? We got a real nail-biter going here. Sure. Tell Gary to call me. Universal Pictures presents... I might actually lose him. Go see Mishka, my personal waxer at the spa. Ask her for the Telly Savalas. We love you, baby. Vince Vaughn, Jennifer Aniston, The Breakup. Yeah. Okay, where was that movie? That's the thing. A lot of times when you are done shooting a movie and then you like give it over to editing, it gets a little chopped and messed with and stuff and i don't know maybe the tone was just wrong and they didn't really know what they were going for but yeah also they showed a lot of the really funny stuff in this trailer and you know how i feel about that it's like yes. you just showed all the funny bits and yes. they even showed the fact that like the guy plays video games with them and you know yeah. like that was kind of a, a i don't know not a spoiler or anything like that no. but there wasn't a lot to spoil in this movie let's face it but True. i mean it's in the title of the movie so let's talk about the movie. So here's what happened. So Vince Vaughn is this guy named Gary, and he has this really cool job. He's a tour guide in Chicago, and he works in this company with his brothers. And one of his brothers is Vincent D'Onofrio, who is the person that brought us to this movie. And Gary is dating Brooke, who is played by Jennifer Aniston. And they met at a baseball game. And he was really aggressive when he was picking her up because she was on a date and he bought her a hot dog. And who's going to turn down a ball game hot dog? Honestly. Anyways, so that's how the movie starts. And they get together and we see a montage of them throughout their relationship. And then two years later, they're together and they're having a dinner party for their families. And... She's mad because he doesn't help her get ready for the party and he doesn't buy her enough lemons for her 12 lemon centerpiece. And she's all angry because he just sits around and plays video games. And then all of a sudden, like 10 minutes in the movie, she just breaks up with him. Even though she still loves him, she just breaks up with him. Hence the breakup. 
So then the whole rest of this movie is are these two people who refuse to move out of their condo. So they're still living together, even though they're broken up, making all these terrible choices and not admitting that they want to be back together, but still being broken up and then doing all these dumb things instead of just communicating and talking to each other. That was my big problem with this movie. Yeah, why did you pick this movie, Madison? Because I thought I would give it a second chance and see if my feelings have changed about it, and they haven't. No, they really, yeah. I, I know um, it's it's funny that you say that he, he like, offered her the hot dog because I, I wrote in my notes that he forced his wiener on her. Like, he pretty <laughs> much is the most aggressive, like, pickup guy I've ever seen on, like, uh, in, a, in a movie. He basically doesn't take no for an answer he he essentially hijacks her date with right. you know plaid shorts guy right who whatever i don't know and then you you see the montage where it looks like they're happy together yes. i guess and i didn't realize that like two years had passed i, I didn't even catch that that so wasn't in years. the movie i was waiting for it to pop up in the movie it was in the trailer that we just watched ah yeah gotcha i didn't even notice it in the trailer we just watched yeah. <laughs> but yeah he yeah he uh I don't, I don't like movies, and this was very common in the '80s, where there'd be like, you know, like uh, coming to America, like where the, the watch two what people, you say now. No, where like, the two people are together, and you're like, how the hell do these people get together? I mean, they do kind of explain that in coming to America, it was like the parents kind of forced, you know, the, you know, the the soul glow guy with, uh, with with uh, what's her name? Lisa. Lisa. Yeah. It's like, why would, why would she be with this? And I've heard people criticize that before. And it's kind of the same thing in this. It's like, they are completely opposite people. He pretty much wants to live like a bachelor. And mm-hmm. she pretty much wants to live like a prim, proper, you know, uh, Stepford wife type person. I mean, the, the fight that they have, the, really, the thing that starts the whole fight, you talk about it, is the lemon centerpiece. Right. He doesn't not get it. He gets three lemons for her, not 12. Probably not realizing that she's going to actually do something very specific with these 12 lemons. He probably well, gets her three thinking, ah, we might have some lemons around the house. That's kind of what, like, it's like a guy thing. It's like, ah, get her some lemons, she right? She probably could have been more descriptive in what she needed. She didn't give him a very good user story, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah, there it is. A user story. That's uh, that's our, our real life uh, creeping in. I need 12 lemons so that I could make a lemon centerpiece for our table. Yeah, for their family, right? It isn't right. like they're trying to impress, like, the boss or something like that. But anyway. And then you meet their family, and they are an interesting uh, group of people. I'll tell you that. Yes, uh, her brother is played by the fella from America Says. Um, Which is, like, our favorite game show right now. One of them, yeah. John Michael Higgins. Yes, John Michael Higgins. He's, like, everywhere, and he's delightful. Not a serial killer, despite always using his middle name all the time. We're hoping. Yeah. And he is part of an, is it an acapella group? Or, acapella, okay, yes. Okay, an acapella group. He must like acapella because he also goes on to be involved with acapella in the Pitch Perfect movies. I'm wondering now if he's not the same character. Because why not? I mean, who <laughs> cares? Uh, he's, they're he's, all in the same universe. Yeah, they could, they could totally exist in the same universe. Because this is not like a universe that has a lot going on to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was my favorite character when I watched this the first time. I mean, other than obviously uh, Peter Billingsley's character, because uh, I think his name is Andrew, because he, he's just kind of like, just he's there. Yes, ma'am. And yes, then dear. Whatever he doesn't. You want, dear. He doesn't actually have a line until like 
the eighth time you see him on <laughs> yeah. screen. And then he has like a pretty ballsy line because he asks him back for his. He's like, yeah, I need you to give me back your, your shirt. Your and he's like, oh, shirt. you literally want me to give you my shirt off my back? Ah, I will do that. I will do that. But that's my glove. That's my I hope I hope your wrist breaks because he has like a wrist brace for him. Yes. <laughs> but it is kind of funny. And then my favorite line of the whole movie is because of that whole scene where he's like band of brothers should rent it sometime yes. <laughs> like you but be, you betrayed your brothers like bros before hoes kind of thing and it's like yeah but yeah the, my, my favorite scene in this movie is when john michael higgins just beats the shit out of gary i mean just levels him yeah he's a delightful character he's like never take a pitch pipe from another man in the middle of a, a hot groove or a funky yeah. groove <laughs> that was so funny and then uh, we have uh we have gary's brothers lupus i guess that was his real name lupus <laughs> grabowski played by cole hauser okay lupus is the kid from fucking uh the the bad bad news bears lupus is the little snot-nosed kid who is like constantly just has snot running down his face and he's just gross so now now I'm wondering if that actually could be lupus. That could be the actual lupus. That now my mind just came to that just now when you said lupus because I'm like, where have I heard that before? That's where I've heard that. Wow. And he is a freak. Like you know, I'm not judging anybody, but when he tries to pick up this girl, he's like, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna wrap you in cellophane, head to toe. I'm gonna cut a hole, two holes, and then she like gets up and leaves. Yeah, she. Leaves. Because she's like, this guy is no, psychotic. And Cole Hauser. That dude, he legitimately terrifies me. Like, him and uh, Ben Foster. Like, I would be, like, on edge around Method them. acting. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. And then and the Vincent other Benofrio. brother, yes, Dennis Grabowski. Yeah, the three brothers. That's the name yes. of their, their, tour, their tour group. And I do love movies that have interesting jobs, like characters with interesting jobs. And this was definitely one of the cooler jobs that I've ever seen in any movie, ever. Right, so they have their tour company, and then Jennifer Aniston's character, Brooke, she works for an art gallery, which it's a little interesting. It's not really that boring. No, but I so hate I her boss. Her boss is job. like... Her boss was very strange. Her boss was gross. And and I, she's one of these, my name is Marilyn Dean, and it's like, what name does it say on the building, dear? It was like she was trying to be Edna Mose from uh, The Incredibles, but like not fun. Yeah. More like just an just a bitch i mean i'm gonna say it <laughs> she was a bitch and then I, I wrote down that she's a weirdo and sent her home for being sad or something coming into work with a sad yeah i'll let you have one sad day yeah. and then you gotta come back and be like and then she's like you look terrible she yeah. looked hot i was like she what's fine wrong to with me, her? <laughs> but whatever oh well, i got a little loud there sorry but yeah she and then normal <laughs> and then the receptionist at the art gallery is played by justin long justin long he is he is he loved christmas and he kept answering the phone happy holidays even though it was may <laughs> that was funny i forgot about yeah. that 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 i was like oh yeah i forgot justin long was in this and he kind of does elevate a, a few of the scenes that he's in he does he has good chemistry with jennifer aniston for yeah. sure um and then his redemption basically at the end depending on which end you want to talk about when we get there mm -hmm. uh, but i i did uh, uh, like his character because he was very pure he didn't have like a a malice bone in his body he was just like very like oh whenever my whenever my friends are sad i like to sing happy yes. happy days and, she, and he gets like fired immediately marilyn dean's like yo leave don't ever grace this room ever uh, she and 
she eventually doesn't fire him, I guess, because Jennifer Aniston or because Brooks says, please don't. Yeah. You know, don't be like that. He was just trying to cheer me up. And she's like, didn't I give you a sad day? That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. And then one of the customer or I don't know if you would call somebody that shops on an art gallery a customer. Well, yeah. I don't know. I think there might be a fancier term for that, but whatever. A connoisseur de art. <laughs> art gallery shopper. An art, I don't know. Uh, an art. Um, patron of the arts Something literally like a that. patron of the arts yeah he's gonna buy a piece of art and yeah and then she's like well what art do you want and he's like i don't know you should tell me it's like when she was like uh trying uh, picking out clothes for mike or whatever his name was on friends and he's like oh i don't know how to buy underwear i'm kind of stupid oh, oh do you mean joshua joshua yeah J- tate donovan yes dickhead i don't like him so anyways so let's focus on this movie please well, you can't not talk about friends when you have Jennifer Aniston in a movie, as we know from We're the Millers. <laughs> Go on. So the fellow that was shopping in the art gallery is the fellow from the Mother May I Sleep with Danger Lifetime movie. His name is Ivan Ser- Sergi. Yeah, he looks kind of like Tom Brady to me. I kept thinking, yeah, oh, is he bit. like a baseball player I should know? I probably or mispronounced his name, so apologies. Sergey? Ivan yeah. Sergey? Oh, that's not a good name to have right now. <laughs> Probably not. Little <laughs> So it's clearly obvious that he has the hots for her, but she turns him down because she's got a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, much much to his chagrin. Yeah, he was a little bit chagrined about that. So now let's go back to the um, family dinner. So yes. they started making it a little bit awkward um, because Vince Vaughn's character, Gary was saying something about how he wanted to get a pool table and all this other stuff. And it started making me think of that one office episode, Dinner Party. Dinner Party, for sure. I mean, I mean, he's like, yeah, I want to get a pool table. And she's like, well, where do we put it kind of thing? And he's like, I want to put up my neon beer sign. Well, where do we put it, babe? Yes. Well, what about right? Well, I'm going to bring it out, babe. Yes. <laughs> I was like waiting for him to like, cons- like literally construct a pool table or, or do some kind of pool table thing. But th- th- okay. That dinner, I mean, you have Anne Margaret. Yes. Okay, I guess that guy who played Brooke's dad is actually Vince Vaughn's father. Yes. I saw that in the trivia. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, and that that was a fun kind of scene, but also, like, if that happened in real life, and I'm a singer, if that happened in real life, I would even probably be like, uh, what is happening? It's yeah. like people just break out in a song. That only happens on road trips. That That's where it's allowed. You can break in the song. On, on road trips, not at the dinner table. No. No. I'm trying to eat. It's, I'm a slow enough eater as well, it is. <laughs> I think after you're done eating, if you're all sitting around having like desserts and you're just sitting there talking, I think then that's okay. Did everybody sing besides Gary? Did even Lupus sing? Or I nobody don't even, remember. I, I think they like cut away from Lupus. And this kind of goes to my thing that I found on some trivia. I think this, this script originally might have been funny. My opinion. Mm-hmm. Should I talk about it? It kind of goes into like the whole he pick, she pick kind of thing. It's like when this, when this script was first handed to Jennifer Aniston, she said, oh, my God, I can tell a guy wrote this. I'm going to fix it. I mean, battle of the sexes. Here we go. <laughs> it might have been really funny. Vince Vaughn, John Favreau. I forgot all about John Favreau. John Favreau oh, yes. plays John this Favreau. crazy like he's like. I get you. You want me to break this guy's kneecaps? I'm not going to say I'm not, I'm not going to break his kneecaps. No, no. I get you're winking. I get it. You're not winking. He's like, I don't want you to do anything to this guy. Right. You don't want me to do anything to this guy. Wink like Rocket Raccoon, you know? <laughs> but 
I think that it might have been uh, the whole thing with like lupus makes me think that it was gonna go really weird and like dark and funny for guys. Like it, it I th- almost think they should have done two movies: one, literally from the guy's perspective, yes, and then two with the original script. Yep, with with the woman. Like, show the two perspectives. That would have been cool. And that's what I thought we were getting when I bought the DVD myself, and it had a he version and a she version, and it just, well... That's probably not cost-effective, though. Of course not. After the awkward dinner party family dinner... (laughs) Yeah. Brooke is cleaning up, and guess what Gary's doing? Do you think he's helping her clean up? Oh, no, 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 no. He's playing video games! So there's all these dishes and all this food and all this stuff that needs to get put away. So... To be fair... To be fair... To be fair... He probably didn't want anybody to come over in the damn first place. He probably just was tired. He said, I'm tired. I don't even want to do this today. I just want to chill and relax. And instead, now I have to, like, get up. And, you know, and he, he's a tour guide, so he has this energy where he's, like, on, right? Like, he's putting on a show. Yeah, and he f- And he felt like, I just want to relax. She worked all day, too. And she did all the preparations. He could have helped her a little. He could have done something. He could have offered to help. He could have just done something. But he did nothing. He did nothing. He didn't do nothing. He chose poorly. Right. <laughs> well, he's really good at video games, though. That's like, yeah. he's really good at them, apparently. So this is where it all happens. She gets all mad at him. She wants him to want to do the dishes. Right, which is in all the trailers. Yes. And then he says, you know, like a guy, wait, you want me to want to do the dishes? That's stupid. Nobody wants to do dishes, right? He's Nobody like, wants to I'm do not going to lie to you and say, yes, I want to help. I want to do dishes at this what point he should have said is i want to help you what can i do to help you but obviously right. like you said it's the breakup that you know it's coming at this point i didn't know which one of them was more annoying oh i it had was... that in my notes i didn't i didn't like either of these people right None and of them. it was like the whole lemons thing all over again and then i also made a note that she's always like rachel from friends what do you mean just like the way that she acts in in things she always seems rachel-esque not in horrible bosses. <laughs> That's true. And I wrote that they both have issues. And then he went ahead and called her a nag. And that kind of sealed it. Then she was like, I'm going to break up with you. So they yelled and he left. And she called her. I thought it was her friend, but I guess it was her sister. Oh, is that the one who's been through all the... they cut it in the trailer i noticed yeah. she's like she's been through a lot and he's like yeah a lot of dick yeah <laughs> which again that was funny to me there was some funny there there were some funny parts there was like eight funny parts and they were all in the trailer yeah they were all in the trailer that's the thing yeah i mean they even showed john michael higgins beating his ass yeah which I know. was like the best part of the movie to me so they talked to their respective friends and then he eventually came back and he slept on the couch Instead of talking to her. So what did they do? They went to bed angry. Yeah, they went to bed angry, which is like a bozo no-no. Speaking mm-hmm. of Chicago. Yeah, this whole thing does take place in Chicago, too. Brooke goes to work, and then she comes home. This is the day that Marilyn Dean, her weirdo boss, sent her home because she said she looked bad and she had a sad. So she gets home early from work, and what does she see at the apartment or the condo? A pool table. And the boys are playing pool, and listening to some guy music i don't remember what it was so brooke goes in her room now because you know gary's all but moved out of the main bedroom 
and she starts blasting Alanisaurus said, you want to know, and throwing his clothes out in the hall. Yeah, no, <laughs> they, they, uh, they're fighting. I mean, that's it. They're fighting, and uh, was this when the when we finally see Jason Bateman, and he's like, yeah, you guys are untenable. Like, there's no way this is going to work at all. Or was it later on? Because he's like, I thought maybe you guys could get through this, but it was it was game night. That's that right, was game, game night. night. Which is funny because he was in a movie called Game Night, which was really good. This was the first time we saw him and they were playing pool. Okay, that's right. It was the first time we see him. Yeah, yeah. So then they go to bowling, and this is when Ralphie, or not Ralphie. Andrew. That wasn't his name. Andrew asked was Andrew. for his, his bowling shirt back because they bowled together on a league and then they kicked Gary out of the league because they had to choose sides and they chose Brooke's side because everybody was Brooke's friend. So they kicked Gary out of the league and they needed his regulation bowling shirt back. Yeah, he's like, well, I hope you really enjoy her 47 average. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he damn near said babe. <laughs> but it wouldn't The babe have, was implied. The babe was definitely implied even though it wasn't even a thing yet. Oh, speaking of, are, are you going to talk about that with uh, The Office, with the DVD? Oh, I forgot all about that. Yeah, we should talk about that real quick. Um, like I said, in my version um, of the DVD, it was like, this was back when you could flip DVDs. Remember that? Remember that, folks? Yeah. So, I bought, again, I bought this thing sight unseen without watching it and whatever. You you flipped it, and it had the he side or Mine the she side. Mine didn't flip, though. I know yours didn't. Mine was special. Yeah. So, we when we watched it the other day... We put it in, and all of a sudden, these previews started playing. And we're like, oh, previews, remember these? So these are the following previews that we saw. Yes. One was for some show called American Dreams and Dreams was with a Z. I do not remember that show at all. Oh, my God. So, I don't remember seeing that while we watched it. So tell us in the comments if you've ever watched that show. Then there's Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. And I did watch that show because it had Matthew Perry in it. Because as you may have guessed, I'm a huge fan of Friends, and I still watch it every day. <clears throat> then they showed <laughs> a trailer for The Office Season 1 and 2, now on DVD, and Season 3 premiering in the fall. I'm also a huge fan of The Office. I watch that every day, too. And that was really funny because that shows how old this is because Season 1 and Season 2 are really old. Bad then, hair, Michael. Oh, yeah. That's what I call those season seasons. One, Bad hair, Michael. Back. And then they showed a trailer for a movie called Yumi and Dupree, which I remember seeing the trailers for, but I've never actually watched it. I did watch that. Just be lucky if I don't pick it because you will hate me speaking of the breakup (laughs) i know you were a little chagrined that i picked the breakup but whatever you got through it you're still alive you're good no i mean there are worse things to look at than jennifer aniston's bare ass we haven't gone to that part yet well yeah that's coming up it's not a spoiler there's no spoilers because i'm assuming everybody again well i should probably say that in the beginning but we're gonna talk about these movies with spoilers we don't care so speaking of other old-timey references, they also talked about TiVo in this movie. Oh, yeah, the TiVo. <laughs> I, I did laugh. I was like, oh, TiVo, that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> and they had flip phones. Yes, they had flip phones. <laughs> in the before time. It was 2006 when it came out, right? Yes, this came out in 2006. And they were dating. Yes, they did date during the time they were filming this movie, Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn. Yes, and some other things were going on in Jennifer Aniston's life right before that right that was right when the actual breakup happened right and that was what a lot of people were focusing on with this movie too oh yeah the big breakup you know yeah, the with Brad, the succubus brangelina mm. we don't say her name okay anyway so then uh, a couple of days later or maybe a day later i don't know um brooke is at home and she's in the living room where there's a lot of room and she's drawing on a sketch pad on the floor and then Gary comes home, and he's really mean to her, and he yells at her, and he throws her out of, quote, quote, his room, because he has staked a claim in the living room and told her to go draw in her own room. And I thought that was really mean of him. 
What did you think about that? What did I think? Mm-hmm. I, I knew I knew somebody that had a relationship like this where they were divorcing, and they had to live in the same house, and it was exactly like that. They literally took a piece of tape though, and like demarcated like this is my side of the house, this is your side of the house, and but they were like they were like bringing home people. It was just like this movie actually, but like uh, probably a lot less funny, and this wasn't mm-hmm. that funny. So my whole thing is. Do you think that it's she was ugly. wrong to draw in the living room because there was more room? And no. Do you think he was right to yell at her? I don't think that either of them were right in this movie. I really don't. I, in that scene? In this whole movie. Jennifer Aniston was playing games yes. to try and keep him. Yes. To try and train him, essentially. To mm-hmm. try and change him. Which is, again, what was their relationship like for two years? They had a two-year yeah. montage. Like, if relationships were like that... And then the montage ends. It's like, uh-oh, oh shit. This is where the real relationship starts. It's like, did she mm-hmm. not know he likes to play video games? There have been literally times when you're like, oh, are you playing your video games today? Because you want to go do something that, you know, yes. we don't have to, like, be on top of each other. Exactly. Like, you know, like, always in each other's face. So, you know, it, it there, 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 there had to have been good moments in their relationship, but right. we never see them. No. Because he starts off like a dick. He's like, hey, here's my hot dog. Yeah, you're going to date me, essentially. And then two years later, and then I'm playing video games. You're doing all the work. Yeah, I don't know. I The whole, like, common... You can't claim a common area. Okay, I'm going back to, like, the, the barracks days, but you can't claim a common area. You have your, your rack, and you have the common area. So for him to say that you can't draw on the common area, I disagree with him. Okay. <clears throat> That's the short answer. Well... I guess Brooke disagreed with him, too, and she also thought that that was mean because she also, she went ahead and loaned her bedroom to her brother and his acapella group, and this is where your favorite part comes in. The Tone Rangers. Yes. So Gary wakes up the next morning to the Tone Rangers rehearsing in Brooke's bedroom. Is this the night of the orgy or whatever? Was no. It, was that no, the no, night? No, 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 oh, no. I'm sorry. No. It's confusing. So he wakes up and the Tone Rangers are performing and he goes and yells at them and then he takes the magic whistle, aka yes. the pip, pitch pipe, yes, he's out, like, of, I, out of his hand and then he gets beaten up for it. Yeah, he's like, oh, I got your magic whistle. And then and then he beats his ass and then he's like, you should never take another man's pitch pipe. So yeah. it's actually a pitch pipe. But magic whistle was also really funny. And yes. I actually looked it up. There is actually a thing called a pitch pipe and that is the yeah. accurate name, pitch pipe. Uh, yeah, I learned all about it in Pitch Perfect. Ah. And then at That's some... Aka awesome. Yeah, it's Aka amazing. <laughs> and then I, I have written down something about a dancing singing sprite. So I think he yelled that at Brooke. Yeah, no, that's what he said. He, he called said, him a dancing he singer. Said, right? He said, he called him a dancing Yeah, okay. <laughs> he said, your brother might not be gay, but he said something like, there. he's got some, I don't know. I don't remember the the, the, the line, but yeah, I do I do uh, remember writing the thing about the Sprite yeah. in my notes because I just thought that's funny because you don't hear anybody called a Sprite anymore. No. I mean, most people think of that as a drink, not a woodland, you know, nymph. creature, nymph. So then there's a Tonya Harding reference. Oh, yeah, that's right. So then it comes up to it's Brooke and Gary's turn to host game night. And they're unprepared. They don't have any food in the house. They don't have any snacks. Yeah, no, that's great because it's like she used to do all the planning and setting everything up. So she's like, fuck him. Let let him see all the shit that I've actually done for him over the the two years of montageness. So their snacks consisted of... Wrapped slices of American cheese. 
bologna, <laughs> which is gross, and a one singular bag of chips and tap water. And you wouldn't let Ralphie have any of the fucking chips. You wouldn't let Andrew have any no. of the chips because he was a traitor. He betrayed him. He's like, no, no, no. You don't get any of my. These are my potato chips. You don't get even. And he had to like put one back or whatever. Yep. Oh god. So they played Pictionary, and again, I was thinking of the Office episode of Dinner Party. Even though they played charades, but still, it gave me the same vibes. <laughs> that was a funny scene. Cause. <laughs> <laughs> Stop drawing a smaller shoe! Stop drawing a smaller shoe! I could almost hear I could almost hear Chandler in that scene, like, stop drawing, stop drawing, like, like, like we don't get it. What, what, what is it? Mm-hmm. It's a sock, you fucking idiot! It's a sock. <laughs> then I don't remember was what was happening because I wrote down that Justin Long's character is such a fruit. I don't remember what that was in <laughs> reference to. Maybe that was what he was singing. <laughs> that to was her. what he was saying to her, and he okay. got in trouble and he got fired. Face yeah, time. no, that was, but that, that game night was when Jason Bateman's character, their realtor, he's like, as your friend, blah, 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 but as your realtor, and I didn't understand it yes, because that, I hadn't owned a yep. home yet, but I get it. He's basically saying, you guys cannot afford this place separately. Right. So I'm going to go ahead as your realtor and put it on the market for you Yep. because I know otherwise you're going to, you're going to get foreclosed on blah, blah, blah. And so I was a, it was a nice apartment. Too. It was really nice. Or condo or whatever. The hell it was, was a one bedroom, but it was still really nice. Was it a one bedroom? Well, yeah, because then he would have moved into the second bedroom if they had a second bedroom, right? Oh, yeah. Think, McFly, think. I don't know. Okay, so then she's at work. <laughs> I gotta get out of the box. <laughs> then she's at work, and she goes and talks to her boss, and her boss is drawing a guy naked. You don't see anything, though. Paint by numbers, dear. Yeah. So Marilyn Dean goes and tells her to basically get... Her whole downstairs area waxed off. She tells her to get... The Telly Savalas. Yes. Can we talk about that? Go ahead. I've got to bring this up. Because you had to talk about it. I had to hear about it. So let everyone else hear about it. You're going to hear about it, folks. Everyone's hearing about it. So I was Telly... so chagrined. i got to hear about it twice. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you are. Uh, Telly Savalas was Kojak. And I'm like, oh, that's Kojak. And she's like, yeah. And then I did a little digging, and I found out that Telly Savalas was actually Jennifer Aniston's godfather. So that was like a direct kind of nod, which is kind of a weird nod, kind of a weird flex. Like, Especially hey, for... I got a Merkin and it's like shaped like your, my great grandmother or no, something. No, it's not a Merkin. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying it's her lady parts and she's talking about her godfather. Okay. It's a little weird. So now she has a bald eagle. Ooh, I like that. Bald eagle. <laughs> and she's going to go walking down the hall in front of Gary and show off her bald eagle and grab a soda. So she does just that. And I looked, and apparently this was not a stunt butt. It was actually Jennifer Aniston's butt, ah. according to IMDb Trivia. I like I like that you did that research, and because you, you know if I did it, you'd be like, why are you looking that up? Why, why do you care about that? It was on that? IMDb Trivia. It does bother me, though, because I didn't know that stunt butts were a thing until my dad told me about them, and I was yeah. like devastated <laughs> like what because i'm you It'll know okay. it's not like an, a stunt it's like have some balls you know show your balls anyways so gary is interested but not interested enough to do anything like to talk to her so i don't see what the point of all that was but whatever next they decide that hey it's time to go dating so 
Brooke decides to go on a date with this slightly weaselly looking guy. Apologies to the actor if you don't think you look like a weasel. He's a character actor. I'm pretty sure he knows yeah. what he looks like. Sorry, guy. Um, he kept talking about accounting and numbers and he bored her. So she left the date and went and met her friend or sister. I think it was her sister. <laughs> her friend her or friend. sister. Her sister We're friend. Her sister friend. Hey, you my sister friend? I'm your friend, sister. I don't know. Who cares? It didn't matter. She's Joy Lauren Adams, and she was with Andrew. That's all that mattered. Yes. That was how they were in the movie. Then we see a scene where the tour company guys are having some family squabbles. And so we know that Gary's, like, he's upset about losing, quote, losing or whatever he feels like. Brooke. And he's having issues with his company, so he's a little distraught, or as distraught as he can be, while constantly playing video games and not caring. Well, yeah, it's Vincent D'Onofrio. We're going to talk about it, because it's Vincent D'Onofrio. That's how Mm -hmm. we got into here. So Vincent D'Onofrio is the the, kind of the manager of the Three Brothers Tour Company, and he's trying to expand, right? Land, air, and sea. So right now, they just have a bus. Yes. They have a couple of buses. Um, He wants to get boats, and he wants to get helicopters. So he's, like, really trying to expand and he can't do that because he he needs to get um their books need to get like audited or whatever for any kind of loan that they want to do and gary's not keeping the tour logs he's not he's not keeping up with his tour logs which kind of reminded me of grandma's boy where the guy wasn't doing his test cases it's like you're not giving me these test cases i need these test cases right it was the same kind of thing i wanted well we, we can get to that at the end but yeah i that that kind of and Lupus is barely ever in the movie more than like three times, which I was okay with. So then we see Brooke's next date. And the next guy does not have a weasel face. Um, he's a younger guy. And it's the guy that played um, Lucy Camden's hus- firefighter or police officer. I don't remember which husband on 7th Heaven. And he's been in a bunch of other stuff um, late after that. And he was early for the date or brooke was still getting ready for the date so he was playing video games with gary wasn't he on the odd couple yeah he was on the odd couple with he's been matthew in, perry with matthew perry yes another connection Mm-hmm. he was on some other show he was in a bunch of things what's his name so the actor's name is jeff stoltz jeff stoltz i wonder if he's any relation to eric it's spelled differently oh never mind not everyone's connected okay We're related not everyone named Jones is related. <laughs> and so he was playing video games with Gary, and he seemed to get along really well with Gary. It seems like he liked Gary more than he liked Brooke. Hmm. Stephen Merchant. Yeah. Big Bang Theory, yeah. where he's like in love with, uh, he's in love with Sheldon. He's like, why would you dump Sheldon? What's wrong with you, lady? Yep. <laughs> so, same kind of thing. Same it vibe. seemed like Brooke took a little bit too long getting ready, or she stalled for too long getting ready for this date. So by this point, Gary's annoyed because Brooke has gone on two dates and Gary hasn't done anything. He's just been staying home playing his video games. So he decides that it's time for him to go meet some ladies. So Does he decide that or does John Favreau convince him that it's time to get off his ass and like realize that he needs I, to get out there? I don't know. I wrote down, so he's annoyed and wants to meet some ladies. Okay. So he goes out. Oh, I think he called Lupus to bring some women over and they're playing strip poker. Ah, okay. What, by the time Brooke gets home from her date because she left the guy early because the guy was too obsessed with Gary, she went to her sister friend's house <laughs> and then she comes home. And by the time she comes home, it has devolved from strip poker to just stripping and dancing. 
So that's just, what I'm calling the orgy scene because that was kind of what they were kind of going for, like walking into like a den of debauchery kind of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, this is what how you want to play it kind of thing. It was dark, so you couldn't really tell what was going on, but you could kind of re- read between the lines there. Yeah. So then Gary wakes up to a note from Brooke. Condo sold out in two weeks. Dun, dun, dun. Third act time. Okay. So then this this is another I this is just another situation of what are they thinking? So now Brooke goes to Gary and goes, Hey Gary, so I have these tickets to the old ninety seven and I bought these two tickets a long time ago. Do you want to go to this concert with me? And Gary's like, Sure, I'll go with you and Brooke is like, Okay, I'll leave your ticket at Will Call. And the fucker never shows. So why would he tell her he's gonna go and get her hopes up and then not show up? I thought that was a really ass thing to do. He should never have said he was going to be there and then not show up. He should have just said, no, thank you. Yeah, I agree. That was like where he became like more irredeemable to me. Kind of like you, you really fucked up. Like if you, if you were trying to hurt this girl, congratulations, you yeah. did it. That was the, the final straw. Yeah. You could have just said, I, I, I think I know why he said yes initially, but then he should have gone. Yeah. He should have at least given it the old college try, right? That that would have been interesting. Yes. But he didn't. And no. again, this is where the movie kind of, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. where what. This is where it started to kind of not be funny anymore. Yeah. Like, it's just like... It was just depressing. Yeah. From this moment is when I was just like, yeah, when is this movie over? Right. Really. Oh, but wait. He offered to pay her back for the ticket. Like, that's really going to, you know undo all the damage that it did it's that moment right in a relationship where it's like this is it this is the last kind of like Mm -hmm. i'm reaching out my hand and you didn't smack it away you did actually worse you made me think that you were going to take it and then you just left me hanging Mm -hmm. so at this point brooke is totally done she wants nothing more to do with chicago she just wants to get out of the city she wants to go travel she loves art, and she wants to go see all the old art in, in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> all the art. Your art is the best art. That was very eloquently put. Thank Good you. job, Madison. Yeah, thanks. So Brooke goes and tries to quit her job, and her boss will not accept her resignation. She says, go travel. Go find yourself. If you decide you want to come back here, you can. There's always going to be a space for you. And I thought that was nice. I mean, her boss was a weirdo, but she was an understanding weirdo. No, that I did, because I, I was just like, oh, God. But that was a moment where I was like, okay, her boss is not actually a total asshole. Yeah. So then we see that it seems like she accepted a date with the Mother May I Sleep With Danger guy. Because her and, I forget the character's name, are going to, are walking over to the condo that's sold. They walk in and you see that Gary has prepared dinner. Like, there's anything left to salvage of this, the shambles of this relationship, Right. Gary makes this grand gesture in a speech and she totally turns him down because after the concert, what is the point, you know? Yeah, the concert was really the final straw. That was her saying, let's give this one last shot and him saying, go fuck yourself. Right. (laughs) And she took that message pretty clear. Yep. Got it. She totally turns him down. And then I wrote again, these people seriously have issues. I think I wrote that down like five times in my notes because they do. They have issues. They should never have been together in the first place. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. They were, they were not compatible. Then you realize that they weren't on a date at all. 
She was just showing him <laughs> a shipwreck piece of art on the wall. Did that piece of art look like a piece of shit? Shit? It looked like a brick of shit. I thought you said shipwrecked. I I agreed with that. <laughs> shit? I didn't think it looked like shit. <laughs> it looked like a brick of shit. It looked like a brick of shit with two giant bolts sticking in it? Yes. Oh my god. A shit brick? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I kind of liked it, but I guess I don't know art. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of I the arts. I need Jennifer Aniston to come in and tell me <laughs> tell what I should buy. It's like, oh, I have this piece. You'll love it. It's at my at my condo where I'm breaking up with this guy. Um, just ignore him and yeah, yeah whatever. That ends, thus ends the tale of Brooke and Gary. They moved out. Um, the three, what was it? Three guys in a tour or whatever? Three brothers. Three brothers touring. They uh, got a boat for their tours. Yeah, Gary got his shit together and mm-hmm. like did the tour logs. Obviously, he did. He did. He stu- He stepped up, right? He became more of a, a team player with the brothers. This is the thing you have to understand. He's the talent. Yep. And he he makes that. I'm the talent. Like I'm the talent because he essentially is who they come to see. They don't come to see you know Vince D'Onofrio. They're going to see Gary because he's he's a showman when mm-hmm. he does his tour. It, it would be a fun tour. Like, imagine being, like, in Chicago, and they're filming this, and they're like, hey, uh, we need some extras. Would you mind, like, riding around sure. with Vince Vaughn? And he just, like, shoots the shit and talks about Chicago for, like, three hours with you while we film. Yeah. Probably one of the cooler moments of a lot of those people's lives. Not gonna lie. I don't think Vince Vaughn is, like... Uh, he always struck me as not a nice guy. Does that make sense? Yeah, a little like, bit. Like, I probably wouldn't hang out with him. Like, you know me. I hang out with a lot of different types of people, but mm-hmm. I don't think I'd hang out with Vince Vaughn if he were... He's going to listen to this and get mad at you. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> I I like a lot of the things that he... I, I, I like a lot of the same kind of things that he likes and stuff like that, but I just... I don't know. I just get this weird, like, I wouldn't hang out with that guy vibe. I would hang out with Peter Billingsley and John Favreau. I'd probably hang out with him, but I don't know. It's just a weird thing. And then after this movie... It didn't do any favors for that feeling for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until he was in uh, the one where he works at Google and he kind the of intern? redeemed himself. Yeah, he kind of redeemed yeah, himself. Yeah, but you're just thinking of his characters. You don't know anything about what he's like in real life. No, I mean, I, I kind of do mm. with him. That's the thing with him. You get who you get. And I know, remember on the DVD, it said this is the best acting of uh, Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston's career. I was like, Oh, here we go. Like, okay, really? Like, Vince Vaughn basically plays Vince Vaughn. He plays this, you know, Pollock. Like, mm-hmm. he just kind of is this big, dumb, you know, machismo, alpha kind of, you know, e- even when he's playing video games, mm-hmm. he's like, my guys train harder than your guys. Like, you know, he's like, yeah, this is why we win. And, you know, you're, you're going home and licking your wounds or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Yeah. He's just not the kind of guy I would hang out with, probably. So then, the very, very last scene of the original movie, not the alternate ending, which we can talk about. We'll talk about that for sure. The original movie is uh, some months later, after Brooke's trip, they run into each other in the street, Brooke and Gary, and they kind of reconnect a little. They're like, hey, how's it going? How are things? They catch each other up a little bit on their lives. And they say, maybe I'll see you around. Oh, maybe I'll see you around. And they just kind of walk away from each other. But they both turn around and give each other one last look. So there's kind of a promise of something in the future. But then you think, why would they get together? 
the first time it was so awful. So Yeah, some people don't know when to quit after four times. I'm <laughs> yeah. just saying. Some people are really stupid and they make bad choices. And then they have to go around waiting until they find the right girl. Uh-huh. And that was the end of the breakup. <laughs> okay, that really bothered me because... I. But he he winks at her, by the way, in both yes. versions. So we're going to talk about... The alternate version. When I flipped my DVD thinking that it was going to be a whole other movie because I'm stupid. This is before I knew about how much work goes into really making movies, right? Jesus. Ended up just, like, fast-forwarding through it. This is when, you know, Dave and I watched it, the original time. And we just kind of fast-forwarded through it and realized nothing changed. Like, And I'm like, oh, the end must change, right? Because it's like he said, she said kind of thing. It's like they're going to have a different version, different ending. And no. But there were deleted scenes that we found. And the deleted scenes, the original ending kind of gives... This is the Justin Long moment where he gets kind of his um, moment to shine, essentially. Yes. He is part of the Tone Rangers. Yes, he gets to perform with the Tone Rangers. Yes, and there's this really great... It's the Rainbow Connection, which is like one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, I'm very much like Richard. I'm not gay. I just like uh, show tunes, so sue me. Anyway, yeah, so they have like this big... They're at, like, at, a, at a carnival or something, and at first I really thought... It was thought, an art fair. Art fair. At first I thought that was Gary with her. Yes. I was like, oh, so they ended up... That's the, a completely different ending. They're together. So the alternate ending, yeah. you see Brooke with a man, mm -hmm. and then she walks up to... You, and it looks... It does look like a lot like Gary. Yeah, I thought it was. But then they, they pan in, in and mm -hmm. you see... The zoom in, sorry. And you see... Frankenstein. It's not Gary. It looks like Frankenstein. And then Gary's with this woman, and it's not Brooke. So, yeah, yeah they're not together. Basically, it looked like they took their their stand-ins. Like, yes, like space balls. You idiots, you got their stunt doubles. Yep. <laughs> stunt butts? No stunt butts. No, no stunt butts, butts in the breakup. Thank God. Stunt butts just ruin everything just for everyone. Okay. They're no fun. Anyway, um, yeah, so... that But... It was kind of sad because they cut the Tone Rangers from the original ending. But I get it because, you know, pun intended, it did set the wrong tone for what they were looking for. Right. Like, they didn't want to end on the Tone Rangers playing, like, off into the sunset kind of thing. But that's... I, I get it, but I almost think that would have been a better ending. But then, like, the fact that they were with people that looked exactly like right, the, the one others. from the breakup, it was like they were trying to reconnect whatever it was that they had before i guess i don't know i it bothered me because it was one of these movies that didn't movies that didn't have an end which i didn't know have a happy ending at all e either version no either version there's no end because again he turns around and winks at her yeah like what's that wink about a wink is communication a wink yes. is a very it means you like the person opening like yeah just like our cat whenever our cat winks at us it's like oh he likes us our our, our our son told us that. He's like, yeah, yeah. Our, he, he likes this. All right, so we got to get to the other stuff here. Yes, this day in history. On this day in history. So this movie came out June 2nd, 2006. And I was doing a little research, as I do. And I found out that on June 2nd in 1774, one of the intolerable acts, one of the ones that like led to the Revolutionary War... Um, was the quartering act. Do you know what the quartering act is? Is that when you get tied to four horses and you get pulled apart? That's fun. No, that's <laughs> drawing and quartering. Oh. I'm, I'm glad you went there because I didn't even know you knew about that. So now I'm chalking up that uh, Madison knows about drawing and quartering. Neat. No, uh, the I read. <laughs> yeah, right? The quartering act is like um, 
they, they signed it and it allowed British governors to place their troops in colonial homes without question. Oh, okay. Now tell me that isn't just like perfect because it's like, I'm living here in the living room. I don't care what you ah. think. And it's like this whole, imagine, imagine like if you're a colonial and all of a sudden a British governor knocks on your door or, or let's imagine we're here in our city and all of a sudden a, a cop knocks on your door and says, yeah, um, I got my uh, one of my uh, you know Florida National Guardsmen. He's staying and he doesn't have a place to stay. Get your room ready. That's like what it was like. That was what it was like for the Quartering Act. So that was one of again the intolerable acts because that's intolerable. There was like five of them or whatever that like led to the the actual revolution essentially. Wow. But yeah, so that's I figured that was just perfect for this. That's yeah. just perfect, and that's why I do the On This Day in History because I like to see these little connections that a lot of people might not see. And uh, does anybody want to take a guess at what our word of the day is? Or do you want to do the reveal? I can do the reveal. All right, give us the reveal. Because you won. You got three. I only got two. I got three uses of the word chagrin. Yes, chagrin. Yeah, the word is chagrin. And it's a distress or embarrassment at having failed or been humiliated. Or to feel distressed or humiliated. So, again... uh, there were definitely moments where each of these characters felt humiliated. Um, the oh, old yeah. 97, is it the definitely. old 97s or old 97ers or old whatever? I don't know. They were in the movie like a couple times. I guess they used uh, a couple of their songs. They they must have been like Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn's like favorite group or something at the time. I don't know. So that's it for the uh, the breakup. Um, we did all of our little fun games that we like to do, and so that leads us to the moment of truth. <laughs> I'm scared. You really should be. I will tell you who I picked. I picked Jennifer Aniston. So you're like, that's great, Jennifer Aniston. There's a ton of movies I that she's been I thought you were going to pick Jason Bateman. I was going to, and then I, I shifted. I shifted gears. So yeah, for my he pick, it's not a Western. I'll give you that. It's not a Western, and I, I I picked this one because I think we can have some fun with it. I think we can have some real fun with it, and I haven't watched it. I don't know if I've ever actually watched this movie all the way through. I like to mock it relentlessly. It is not E.T. Is it that Leprechaun one? It is not Leprechaun. It is actually the very first movie that Jennifer Aniston was ever in, and she's actually uncredited, but this was her very first movie. It is Mac and Me. Oh my god, I haven't seen that in so many years. So you've actually watched it though? Yeah, a long time ago. Oh, okay, good. I'm not I'm not I'm not horrible then cuz I was like, "Oh god, macking me. She's going to murder me or whatever." I almost picked Leprechaun, but then I looked at Leprechaun, there's only like one other actor you might be able to play off of and I didn't think it was that like advantageous to you. So there's a couple in Mac and Me you might be able to find maybe, I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, my pick is going to be, uh, I believe it's 1988, bear with, 1988's Mac and Me, which is described as an alien trying to escape from NASA as befriended by a wheelchair-bound boy. It was pretty much like a direct ripoff of E.T., right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'm very much excited about this because I use Mac and Me memes on the internet like all the time, or not memes, but GIFs all the time. Uh, because his he looks terrible. It looks like the worst alien you've ever seen. That's about all the time we have now for our show. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Um, go ahead and follow us over on the internet on filmgrouch.com, and you can find all of our links over there. 
You can follow me on Twitter at Film Grouch, and you can follow Madison at Movie Princess. And that's pretty much it. We hope you've enjoyed the show, and bye. Have a super day. Don't break up. (laughs) Yeah, don't break up.